0: Welcome to Joe Knows, a podcast about the three Ds, divorced, dating, or done. Which stage are you in? We live in a visually cynical world. We're either pointing or giving the finger, sometimes both.
1: Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can email us at JoeKnowsMe at gmail.com.
0: Hello, and welcome to episode 25 Wow, <laughs> we're up there now. <laughs> Today we have a special guest, Miss Kimberly Brenner. She's a licensed clinical social worker, and she also has a page on Facebook called The Gutsy Goddess. She is all around fantastic, and she's on the phone, right? Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Josie. Hello.
1: Hello, Gutsy <laughs> Goddess. <Hi. laughs>
2: I know, I'm the Gutsy Goddess. So I help women too. I actually uh, have changed the page name to the Gutsy Initiative because I felt it was like a movement. Oh. A movement, one woman at a time, learning how to step out and be brave and, and create the kind of relationship that she's looking for. So it became from the Gutsy Goddess, which we all are, to the Gutsy Initiative. Oh great
0: that uh, I'll have to I'll have to peek into that didn't get a chance to (laughs) but that is so fantastic because I I know that like our show centers around the divorce process itself then when you edge into dating and then pretty much a lot of us who are just completely done with like my my cohort Joe and Ace. I'm
3: not done I'm just uh I hit pause on the game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He hit pause about six years ago, and he's just remained on pause.
2: You know, don't you find it really confusing about relationships today? I mean, it really is much more complicated. I was raised by my grandparents, and they didn't seem to have uh, any complications about relationships. But boy, the people that are in my office, they have a lot of complications about relationships.
0: Right.
3: Do you think they overanalyze it?
2: I'm not sure if they're overanalyzing it or that they're unclear about what their role is and what the expectations are. True. So they get really confused and 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 unclear and they don't know how to communicate it. Right. And when they try to communicate it, it ends up sounding like they're being controlled.
0: Right, right. And
2: nobody, nobody wants that in any relationship to feel like they're being controlled by their partner.
0: Exactly. Like they're doing things to get a
2: reaction. That too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I want something from the partner and, okay, what do I need to do to get it from them? And they're very unclear about it. Right. And yeah. like. What
0: I what I get a lot of conflicts uh, internally myself is is being very traditional minded and not finding a partner that's the same type of type of mentality. So I get trapped in not knowing if I'm supposed to go with the flow now or still go back to the constraints that I was used to when I would date early
2: on and just things
0: like that. Well, one of
2: the things that I would teach. Uh, women when they would go on a date is they would ask who do you admire and why do you admire them? Oh, good question. Be- because when you, you, you talk about what you admire in a person, well, that's the person you really want to be married to. Right. Because they now share the same value. So for, for example, if you say to the guy, you know, who do you admire and why? And he goes, oh, I admire my mom. She would stay at home. She would take care. She would always be there. And then you're like this career woman. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to have a problem with you. Right. That's not going to work. So I have saved a lot of women a second date. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like, ooh, I can't be what you want. So thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> right.
0: And like I've, I've had conversations, especially like with the guys here is that it's a, it's a selection process. Like you don't have to go in all in on the first one. You're still kind of figuring out what what suits you. But I think we get lost in in not even knowing what we want. And so we end up like going on date after date after date with no real goal in mind.
2: Oh, well, then you're going to like this, Jesse. I don't call it dating. I call it shopping. <gasps> That's fantastic.
1: Oh, Shopping. She loves shopping.
2: <laughs> exactly. So, so you know, whenever whenever I'm working with a woman who is like, it's brand new to finding somebody out there, it's like, well, imagine you're shopping. And I, I actually ask them, like, what is your shopping strategy? Oh, wow. And they tell me what it is. Like, this one said, um, I, I don't have a whole lot of time to shop. The lady at the store knows exactly what I like. She calls me up. Mm-hmm. She tells me, you know, I got something in. Could you stop by for five minutes? Check it out. And I said, well, good God, it's no wonder why you're struggling with dating. Wow. <laughs> do all the work for you. So I said, hire one of those, those um, matchmaking people. There you go.
0: Somebody that can <laughs> do the hard work <laughs> yeah. for you.
2: He goes. Oh my god! That's right. (laughs) So it's shopping, and you can shop without money, which means you're window shopping, right? Right. Like ooh. (laughs) 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 Or, or, or you're shopping with money, like Mm -hmm. you're gonna invest in this relationship. And what's so fun is when they make it fun. Mm -hmm. The dating is a breeze. It's it's not like oh please like me please like
0: me. Exactly. I think I think Joe's a window shopper, to be honest with you. I think he's, he's kind of not ready to invest. He just kind of wants to know.
1: No, I'm a whole different story. <laughs> so do you help women navigate the, uh, I mean, people are doing online dating. Do you, or do you try to steer them away from that? or?
2: You know, I, I'm i not really a dating coach. What okay. it is, is, I look at how people communicate and what are their values. And when, like what Josie was saying, when you know yourself well enough, then you know what to look for. So that's really my approach, because usually I get women in my office that are saying, I don't know if I should leave him. I don't know if I should invest in him. And that's what I do. In fact, I'm currently uh, uh, on my second book writing on staying or walking away. And I'm interviewing all these women who've made that decision and how it turned out. And uh, my my goal is to eventually help, especially executive women, women who have a lot to lose, to leave their marriage and uh, to help them make a really solid decision what to do.
0: Yeah, because wow. it's a risk. It's a, a risk. Both Joe and I are divorced, so it's it was a big. I know that it was it was a catastrophic change for my life, and I had to decide early on if you know what, am I going to try to make this work or is this the deal breaker? You know, how did
2: it, how long did it take you to make the decision?
0: Um, we went to counseling for about three months. The thing with me is he had been cheating for over a year by the time I found out. And for me, The problem, the the biggest thing was there was a complete lack of remorse, and I think if he had been remorseful and he had been sweet because my son was six, my daughter was three, I think I would have probably stayed longer, but I truly don't think it would have, it would have gone the distance. Right. But I I guess, I guess it was about three, four months before I was like, you know what, you need to go. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I totally get that. You're right. So it's a solid decision, and this is what I really think is important: that when we decide to divorce or to date uh, or do nothing, mm-hmm. that we make it a that we're the ones making the decision, right? Not the circumstances. Exactly.
0: And you just have yeah. to be like you have to lead your life. You know, you should be your own boss with it.
2: You which, know, yeah, which is really great. While you're while why, you're doing this podcast mm-hmm. because you're kind of talking to the woman like, okay, what do I do? And how do I handle this? And am I doing the right thing and helping them get a lot of information so that they can make that decision.
3: True. So I got a question it's from the guy's perspective, women help us out. When we ask you, what do you guys want to eat? Can you give <laughs> us a real answer? You know, we, 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 we name a bunch of stuff and then, it's not that easy. <laughs> it's not that easy. We try trying. we're trying hard. <laughs> You want chicken, you want soup, you want pizza. Then we go there. No, we don't want that. No,
2: well, help us out. I know it's frustrating for men when women don't know what they want, but women have been conditioned um, to feel that I shouldn't ask for what I want, which is really counterproductive to a really great relationship. You know, I do a, I do a Zoom call the first, first Tuesday of the month uh-huh. And it's called Ask and Receive. And I tell, I tell women, I say, you, you might not know what you want. If you know what you want, you don't know how to ask for it. And if you know how to ask for it, you may not know how to receive it. So the whole idea is to help women get solid on their decisions like that. But you're right. You're absolutely right. Men complain to me all the time. <laughs> all I want to do is make her happy. And it's so frustrating because I can't.
0: Right. They don't even know what makes them happy at that point.
2: Exactly. (laughs) They say, "What will make you happy, honey?" And she goes, "I don't know, but whatever you're doing isn't making me happy." Right.
3: (laughs) That that doesn't help. That doesn't help. No, it
2: doesn't. You're right. It doesn't help at all.
3: You're like, "Oh, do we eat whatever?" So we go to this place. Well, I didn't want that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my (laughs) god! Strangler.
0: Right. So
1: (laughs) you 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 work with men and women, because you're helping women decide whether to stay in a relationship or leave that relationship?
2: Yeah, that is my new program. What I do um, currently is I see couples and I help them communicate and help them to understand how they're communicating. It's so funny. I had a couple today and and they said, do you have cameras in my house? How do you know we do all of that? (laughs)
3: And you're like text, you're like textbook.
2: <laughs> it's kind of like it, you're normal guys. This is what a lot of couples do. You know, I tallied how many people I've worked with over the years oh. seventeen thousand people.
3: That's crazy. Holy smokes! See, wow. I know. And then you guys want me to get in a relationship? No, come on now. <laughs>
0: See, Ace has no idea what he wants. One hundred. He just wants to be busy. That's what Ace wants.
3: Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. <laughs> pretty much
0: he has his walls up really high Kimberly like he does not there's nothing getting through
3: nothing getting through.
2: Classified. you know again like shopping again like shopping you might go shopping and you may not be looking for anything but all of a sudden something jumps out and when you least expect it it's like oh my god I've been looking for this type of blouse for months and now I find it now what do I do you know do I buy it or do I wait that also happens with relationships where you're not looking and all of a sudden you're at a party or at, at, at an event and there's somebody there that you're like, whoa, pull towards them. And like, whoa, I don't know. What do I do now?
1: Right. So, yeah. yeah. It see just it. seems. But too- you
2: never know, though. It might happen.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seems like nowadays, even with pandemic, is that everybody is so guarded. Like, they've been hurt before, so their walls are so high. You know, it's like, I can't get a green light, a yellow light, red light. I'm trying to, I don't know.
3: We're not even on the street. We're still on the dirt road.
1: (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm trying to get back on track. but
3: (laughs) See, going back to your shopping, uh, I guess, analogy, I shop at Ross, so am I in trouble? (laughs) (laughs) Getting, like, (laughs) 10-year-old clothes? I'm in (laughs) trouble, huh?
2: (laughs) Well, what will happen is, it's kind of like oh i'm i'm buying what other people didn't think was was <laughs> worth buying I'm, I'm uh, that
3: diamond in the rough oh. <laughs> on, on sale
2: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely um you know spoiler alert uh i shop at ross too
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> gotta get the best <laughs> right <laughs> but I look at it this way: I'm going to find something unique and different that not everybody has.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Very true. Very true. Uh,
3: so, yeah. what's been, I guess, the biggest uh, change you've seen in a relationship? Uh, obviously, don't say the person's names or anything, but like, I guess the what's one been, been one of the best experiences that you've been a part of?
2: Oh, like when when. The couples are like, oh, we're so grateful that we're here. Um, mm-hmm. That Correct. kind of a, a story? Correct. Okay. Well, let me, let me think about that. Um, oh, yeah. So the person, it's a nice thing that I'm a licensed clinical social worker because I can also identify where there might be a diagnosis that might be impacting the relationship. Oh, wow. And that's what happened with a case where I said, you know, I have a feeling that you have, and I named what it was, uh-huh. and they looked at me like, oh, and I described it, and they're like, and the wife immediately is like, oh, my God, that's him. That's him. Oh, wow. And then he goes to his mom and, and tells his mom, and his mom confirmed that when he was a young boy, they did diagnose him with it. Oh,
4: wow.
3: Wow. And But they never told him?
2: <laughs> well, he was a child. Mm-hmm. They diagnosed him, put him on meds, didn't work, and so they just stopped it and ignored it. So he spent his whole life not knowing Holy that screen. this was how his brain was wired. And now that he knows, and he he got on the right uh, meds, and now he's completely different.
0: Oh wow, that's wonderful. So,
2: yeah, that was really interesting too. Um, But I work a lot with infidelity, Josie, a lot. And you're absolutely right. If the the person doesn't accept responsibility for what they did and they want to throw their partner under the bus by blaming them, like it was their fault that I did this, then don't invest in that relationship. Don't invest in that marriage, I tell clients. right? Because then here's what happens. If it's the husband who is unremorseful and blames the wife, then the wife has to always prove to the husband that I'm not that, so I have to do all of these things that you told me. Oh, I didn't pay attention to you. I didn't give you enough sex. I didn't give you whatever it was. Right, and then you go out of your way to do that and give it to him, and it just never works. Right,
0: and that was the yeah. thing that shocked that shocked me. And I know that this is this is not the norm kind of thing, but. I, I remember having the conversation with my mom before I got married and she had stated, you know, Miha, you know, intimacy is very important. We, I mean, we, we did talk about, about sex. It wasn't something that taboo or anything. So when I spoke with my mom, she's like, don't ever deny that to your husband. Like that's part of your marriage. It's very important. So I wasn't ever one to deny my ex ever. So when we discussed it, probably about a year after we had split up, when we were finally on regular speaking terms that were calm, he, um, I asked him, you know, about it. Like we we were having sex regularly. I don't understand. And he's like, I was just greedy. I just wanted more than I wanted something different.
2: You know. So that's real. At least he admitted it, which was really interesting. At that point. He, had, like, I took, resp- he took responsibility. Yeah. Like, I was greedy. So, I talk about boy versus man. Uh-huh. And, and I agree or disagree with it. This is fine. But, and I also say um, girl to woman. So, right. it, it goes both ways. Right. But if a boy says, I love you because you make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And as long as you make me feel good, I'll stay. Right. As long as. If you don't make me feel good, I'm, I'm either going to leave you or cheat on you or do something. That's a boy. Right. And a man says, I love you because I don't want to live my life without you. I care about you. I'm here for you. Wow. And I tell women, I says, make sure that you marry a boy. I mean, a man and not a boy.
0: Exactly. That is so awesome. <laughs> I never thought about it that way.
2: But what happens is you are going to date a boy. You will always date a boy. And, Joe, you're always going to date a girl. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Always. (laughs) Always. You do not give up. You do not give up being a boy or a girl unless there's a person that you want to
3: surrender to. Oh, wow. I I don't know. think a lot of people get to work with the word surrender. I think they kind of go like that. Yeah,
2: they they get scared. No, I agree. It's a trigger for a lot of people. But the surrender is I'm going to let you love me and I'm going to let myself love you. It's a surrender to love, not a surrender to being controlled. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the surrender to loving and to be loved by this person is the most intimate thing you could do. And you only have to do it with just this one person. And it's beautiful. I was with my husband for 50 years, but Mm -hmm. my story is I divorced him after 18 years. So I divorced my husband after 18 years. We were divorced for seven years and we got back together and we were together for 50. Oh, wow, that's amazing! Uh, I know, I know because I asked somebody on, I asked like a, a question on Facebook Would you ever want to get back to your, with your ex? Oh my god, the response I <laughs> got was crazy. No,
4: never, go no,
0: ah! <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> that's a
3: that's a long relationship Ooh.
0: that is amazing that's wonderful that's, oh.
3: that's my relationship <laughs> with tacos How did you,
2: know? <laughs> you got married when you were seven right <laughs>
3: <laughs> married to tacos from birth there we go <laughs> my, my love for tacos will never die <laughs> so question with 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 um the recent i guess split up of what is it jeff Bezos and his wife from Amazon and then uh, Melinda and Mr. Bill Gates. It kind of puts out there that money isn't uh, always everything. If these two, I guess, powerful families can get divorced. I mean, anybody can. Um, What's your kind of thoughts on that?
2: Well, I do think that divorce isn't considered such a taboo thing. And I, I support divorce as much as I support marriage, but the question becomes, are, if both of these parties are in agreement that they can no longer give each other what it is they're looking for, what it is that they want, because it's a new chapter in the life. You know, when they created a lot of money, your whole world changes. Right. You can do different things and, and create different things. And being a wife or a husband is a job. Right. It really is a job. Uh And what if they go, and so many women today are telling me, I don't want to be a wife anymore. Oh, wow. And so with that in mind, if they don't want to be a wife, what is the guy supposed to do? It's like, you know, okay, I guess we're going to get divorced. You don't want to be my wife anymore. Right. But that is what's occurring. And we, I think the culture needs to adjust to the fact that we can still love. And choose not to be a wife, or choose not to be a husband.
0: True, very true.
3: That's a uh, not about the title, right? It's,
2: it's not about the what?
3: Not about the title. You know, like like you said, people can still love,
2: right? You. And and the whole idea of so so many women that join the Gutsy Initiative, what they're looking for is they want to learn how to love themselves. You know, so when you're dealing with divorce or dating or done. You want them to no matter what choice that they make, that they will love themselves. So I have two phrases that I use.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I wanted to do that and I wanted that to happen. Oh. And when I say this to women, they kind of gulp and like, <laughs> Well, I didn't really want that to happen, you know, or <laughs> why did I want that? Yeah. And I and I I say, Well, okay, so you run a red light. And you tell yourself, oh, God, I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? And you're beating yourself up for hours or sometimes days. Mm -hmm. But if you said, I ran a red light, I wanted to do that because I did it. I don't know why I wanted to do it, but so what? And all of a sudden, it just disappears. There's no judgment about it anymore. Then you get pulled over and you get a ticket. Like, (laughs) oh, I want Damn it. (laughs) I know. I want that to happen. Or you go, damn it. Yeah. Like, stupid. me. Oh, my God. Now I get it. And we go into this whole history about it and we hang on to it for days. Right. So it's like I, I divorced him. I wanted to do that and I wanted that to happen. End of story. Move on. Next. Right. And then so
0: many just keep on repeating that narrative over and over again. So they just get owned in it and they stay there and then they're stuck. Totally. Totally. Totally.
4: <laughs> that's it.
3: That's that's a. Uh, I guess people just get too. You think guys and girls they just get too uh, comfortable, either whether it be like needing somebody or playing the victim or feeling the victim role that they just don't want to change from that.
2: Yeah, I I think that we have a universal belief: uh, we're not enough. Mm-hmm. Everybody else gets it, but me. Right. Uh, I'm not worthy. I think that these are things and their lies that we tell ourselves that keep us not reaching for what we want. Right. Like it, it's scary to reach for what we want. If we put it out there, well, what if I didn't get it? Yeah. What if it isn't right? And and all of these things keep us from having all the abundance and all of the joy and the happiness that we can have in the world. I mean. I believe that the universe has just got open hands. I just have to go and take it. Right. So, so I tell oh, sorry. I had this one this is so funny, I had this one woman, she was she had a little weight on her, right? Uh huh. And she was very despondent about finding another guy, thinking that, you know, what guy's gonna like me or what I'm not that attractive girl or what have you, and I looked at her and I said, Honey, you're a specialty store.
0: <laughs> Very true. That's like what I'm this. gonna say now. <laughs> I'm a specialty store. <laughs>
3: I know. See what can, you know, can, can a guy say that though? Or does that feel like it's like oh a specialty store? You can be. You can
2: be like I'm. I'm a rock and roll store. You know. I'm a. J- <laughs> I'm a. I'm a music store. Whatever it is, it's just like that's who's gonna shop for me. Somebody who loves music and likes going to concerts. That's who's gonna look for me. We are stores. People buy us. Like, I want that. I like that about you. So, so, so anyway, she loved it. And guess what? She started dating. Oh, that's fantastic.
1: So you, you want women to, so can women have it all? I mean, like, can they have a successful career and a healthy marriage? Does one have to suffer or can they do it all?
2: You know, I want to address that idea of doing it all. Because I I, <laughs> I tell women, I says you cannot be E from the Garden of Eden. You know, uh-huh. you want to hear my take on the Garden of Eden story? Yes. 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 Okay. This is kind of fun. Um, so, first of all, God cursed men. God looked at Adam and said, Adam, you're depressed. You need a woman. Doubt. Uh-huh men now have to be have working for a woman. You gotta have a woman. You gotta have, otherwise I'm gonna be depressed. So God cursed him you know, and all the other men. All right. He brings Eve along and Eve comes in and says, Oh, wow, look at everything. Wow. Hey Adam, did you name it? And Adam says, No, was I supposed to? And that's the first where women have to understand men are clueless. <laughs> They don't know what to do. So she's over there. She's naming everything. And she goes, mine, mine. mine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but she names everything, right? Because if you name it, it belongs to you. But that's says, you see a tree over there? That one's mine. She goes, why? Uh, is there something wrong with me that I can't have that tree? Are you judging me? Are you telling me I can't? Oh. <laughs> So she goes over to the tree and says, I'm getting I'm gonna do this. I want everything. Just tell me I can have it. So she takes that and of course looks at Adam and she says, Adam, eat this. And you go, Okay And I tell men, I said, Please don't be Adam. Don't just go along with what your wife is saying go, Okay, I want you to think. Have an opinion. Tell her know What would the world be like if Adam says the E woman? Put that back. Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
3: God! Remember, they say "Happy wife, happy life." So
2: I know, I know. Men are are worse people pleasers than women, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Don't be a doormat,
4: (laughs) right?
2: No, no. 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 You know what? When I came back to my husband, he Mm -hmm. said something very interesting to me. He says, "You know, when we were first married, I would take your shit." Mm -hmm. and swallow it and not say anything. And he says that was wrong. He says the next time you hurt me, I will let you know you hurt me. Right. So my husband stopped being Adam and I respected him more for it.
0: Wow. That's amazing.
1: So my question was about whether women can do both because there's that movie with Meryl Streep. It's called The Devil Wears Prada and she's she's in the limousine and She's telling her assistant, "You can't do both. You can't have a successful career, and one or the other uh, suffers." So, I mean, I think you can strive to do it. Do it all? Can you? Can because you're
2: absolutely. I can answer to that. Here's the thing: whatever we believe, we make real. Okay. If we have the belief that I can be successful at my job and have a wonderful family life, then guess what? You'll make it happen. True. But unfortunately, the character in that, that show, uh, devil wears Prada, she believed it wasn't doable. So she didn't even put any effort into it.
1: Right. Yeah. Very.
2: True. So whatever you believe, you, I know this is a little off topic, but, um, people ask me all the time, you know, where do I go when I die? And um, I explain to them, like, whatever you believe is on the other side is there.
0: Right.
2: That's how powerful we are. Very true. Whatever you believe, you create.
0: I believe in that. I talk to my, I even talk to my kids about that thing, about that positive energy and focusing on like, why, why do you put already an obstacle, making it seem like it's going to be different to achieve. You're already poisoning your mind against what you want. You can truly believe that you can get it. And that's, I mean, that's, that's my perspective on dating. That's why I've been so good at eliminating people right away that don't suit me. Like I'll find what doesn't what doesn't work for me, and I'll I'll get out because no.
2: <laughs> See that shopping? You try something on, it doesn't fit, you put it back on the rack. <laughs> so no, awesome. and you know what? There's no judgment about it, is there? No, no, no. 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 Good, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Or some lady trying to convince you that you look
3: good in something that you go, I don't think so. <laughs>
2: it's
0: like this suede outfit is not working for me. Sorry. <laughs> it looks so good on you.
3: Just be careful if you go shopping and they give you the two for 20. Okay? <laughs>
0: two for 20. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
0: one more thing I wanted to ask you was, what do you think about people that cannot be alone? Like there's no time between relationships they're all of a sudden with somebody new right away
2: well typically that's men yes <laughs> typically which is why i tell them god curse them um and what i have them do is i talk about shopping to these men
4: uh-huh. because
2: i have a lot of divorced men and what they want to do is immediately get out there
4: right.
2: and what they're doing is they want to validate a wound They want to validate that I still have it. They want to validate that somebody will love me because when the man gets divorced, many times it's blindsided many times. Right. There's some things that they know it's going to happen, whatever, but you know, 70% of women file for divorce. So um, there's a lot of men out there that are like, what, what just happened? But women, can pace themselves. I, I find that women don't have to jump into another relationship unless they're not able to provide for their kids.
0: Right. They're then for
2: they're stopping for somebody who could go provide for their kids. True. Very uh, true. So there is a there is a study out there, a theory out there about attachment theory. I don't know if anybody's talked about attachment theory on your show.
0: No.
2: But there's like anxious attachment and um, off the top of my head, I can't remember all of them. But they were originally studied for children who couldn't attach to their parents. Okay. And then it was adopted to look at adult relationships and the damage that happened to the child when they were younger and their attachment style and how it plays out in their adult relationships, especially marriage. Oh, wow. And that's very interesting and eye-opening for people to see if I'm an avoidant uh, where I'm avoiding, and the other person is clingy or the, att- the they have this anxious attachment. So you've got the avoidant, who, like, if you get too close, they're going to run like a rabbit. And then you've got the, the um, other one who is, like, clingy and don't leave me and every time you leave me I'm going to chase you and oh. follow you and usually that dynamic finds each other oh
0: yeah oh I did one of those that was scary <laughs> the attachment thing does not there's, work
2: for yeah, me there's a great book explaining all that is called attachment okay I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna find that
3: I keep getting yeah. the girls that don't send attachments that's <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting because
1: well, I see so many gonna women.
2: Girls. You're going to date girls, not women.
3: <laughs> True.
1: That's interesting because I've seen women jump in from one relationship to another. To, I'm like, it's on Facebook. You're like, wow, whoa, hold on, you know, at least a year or two or something. They're,
3: they're trying all the flavors, Joe. Oh, yeah, they're
1: shopping. <laughs> they're they're shopping. shopping. They're shopping.
3: They
2: are shopping.
3: <laughs> they, got the, they got the credit cards and they're ready.
2: Yeah, uh, I, also, I also think that and have in the back of their mind that this is what men did so I can do it too
4: right, right. like they i can see that it.
2: like yeah. i'm liberated now i can jump from one bed to the next because that's what men do but it doesn't it doesn't feed the soul it just doesn't
0: exactly it's just hollow it's empty
3: yeah that's why uh-huh. they, that's why they, they got to get a relationship with tacos you will never let them down <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we thank you so much for, for participating in our show. It was really great. There was a lot of things that you touched on that made me light up. And I, you can't see us, but we were pointing the finger at each other when you would say certain things.
1: And if people want to follow you, where can they find you? Facebook, Instagram?
2: So the best place to start is my website, which is my name, KimberlyBrenner.com. Okay. And then there they can, if they want to work with me, schedule an appointment through the program there. They can uh, uh, join the Gutsy Initiative from there. Um, yeah. So just Google me, Kimberly Brenner. <laughs> <and> I'm everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we really appreciate that. We learned so much. Yes. You thank a-
1: you so
2: much. <laughs> thank you very much. All you right. Take care. You too. Thanks, thank Kat. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.